Welcome to the War Report. I am your host, Cyrus, joined by Quan. This is a show where we talk about NXT and AEW. We have a pretty big, uh, pretty big week coming up uh, this week and next. We have NXT Takeover, Ooh. and we have the Rampage, the first dance. Hey, man. <laughs> Hey, we got SummerSlam if you want to keep it a stack. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and SummerSlam as well. Um, it's going to be a fun weekend. It's going to be loaded, man. <gasps> oh, wait. Okay, that's what? not this week. Holy shit. I thought uh, I thought the festival was this week. Uh, I'm going to the festival. I was about to say, hey, yo, what? <laughs> I got to sell the tickets now. Um, mm-hmm. But no, we, uh, we are all good. Uh, Quan, how you feeling? A show just had uh, their 200th episode. How you how you feeling? I just listened to it. Um, I haven't heard it. No, I, I, I went on a little bike ride today. Uh, did a good a light, a light eight eight miles, some light and uh, sorry, yeah, light. Good, good okay, oh, that's light, bro. That's light, man. You already know. But uh, yeah, good, good. Uh, Bianca really seemed to be into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they made her laugh. You know, you make a young lady laugh. <laughs> You're already in there. So uh, <laughs> watch out. <laughs> congrats to the guys. Two hundred. Let's hold, let's go for two hundred more. Uh, yeah. Or at least a rebrand, and then you know we start a whole new universe. <laughs> and then uh, I say that I say that'd be fire too. Um, and then we're coming up on our hundredth episode, so stay tuned for that. Um, the Patreon growing strong. Tell all your friends mm-hmm. about it, man. Let uh, let them know we got some good content coming through, and then you could get these episodes early. And we have great shows like Spot Callers, Legendary Run, um, The Evasion Diaries that you could go back and listen to in uh in full. And you get a sneak peek of that um, for free on the on the free feed. But there is so much more that you can get on the A Show Patreon. Uh, that is patreon.com forward slash the A show RNC. I think that is the best ad read I will ever do. I might have to clip that. <laughs> that was fantastic. You might want to run that every every episode. So we yeah, we, even... we we about to uh, <laughs> we about to clip that one. <laughs> but all right, man. Uh, let's get into these trenches, man. Um, so a little something about the NXT releases that happened last week. Uh, there was a report by Fightful News. WWE officials say that the NXT global localization didn't turn out as planned, and that's what led to the releases. Now, you know, a lot of people are just like, well, NXT's dead, WWE's dead. I think if you try, if you were aiming to do anything global last year, I think just guys, look outside. I think it's fair to say. Nobody was getting a lot of shit done globally. <laughs> yeah, any kind of global business was uh, it, it was a wrap for that. Um, it makes sense. You you remember that picture? Remember the little meme of Triple H standing in front of like a uh, on a stage, and in the background you see like NXT like slowly invading the the world map. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like no, I've never seen that. Never one. Seen, I, I gotta send that. I gotta send that picture to you. But it's like it's like Please. NXT India, NXT Korea, NXT. It's like it's like it's just like NXT yeah, everywhere. Yeah, that's most likely something that they're branching and that's what out they want towards. To, yeah, shit. Uh, I'm I'm sure what I uh, I I really doubt there's gonna be an NXT Japan. Like I don't really think that's gonna be the case. But yeah, they, they tried to bring in a lot of these people from across the world and across the, you know, and then pandemic hit and then travel became difficult and, you know, all sorts of stuff. Like, I'm sure it was hard as hell to, like, even, like, get uh, Mako Satomura to go to uh, the UK. Um, yeah. But luckily, they managed to find a way uh, getting Walter here and, and all sorts of stuff like that. So... Once again, uh, Twitter just oh my god, like, that picture is like evil, pants, like, bro, 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 like, <laughs> That picture is hilarious, right? <laughs> that picture is evil. But but like um yeah, people got to think like how much the pandemic really just messed up everything for everybody. Like um I remember reports that like Indy Hartwell was supposed to be in NXT UK. She was supposed to be mm-hmm. like bro, the top girls uh, her, over there. Her and Bruce like, Reed. Reed, yeah, her and Bruce yeah, Reed. Like see how much shit changed. They were both slated to go to NXT UK and kind of like do their thing over there. And then the pandemic hit. And then I guess Indy Hartwell, I, I mean, uh, Candice LeRae was just like, we got this. We got, we got it. And, and boy, <laughs> imagine if she would have went to NXT UK, bro. I wonder. We, we, well, we, first probably... of all, she'd be work, she'd work six times a year because that's how much right? matches those guys have a year. <laughs> She she would have been away from her cat and uh, away from Simone and them. That would have sucked. Um, yeah. She probably would have uh, had her uh, her indie character still going on. Uh, the impressive thing, but like ever since she was with like uh, Candace and them, y- yeah, we out of here. She's no longer saying that bullshit. She got uh, something else uh, going on, <laughs> uh, and we'll get into that uh, later on on the show. But yeah, man. Um, I just think, like, you know, we're not, well, I'm not a big business guy, you, Mr. Business Major, but, like, if you read that a global plan did not work out last year, I think it's safe to say that, yeah, the pandemic kind of fucked up a lot of bags, and, you know, just another reason that led up to releases, if you weren't really uh, happy with the, uh, the budget cuts explanation um next topic um did you see the kenny omega versus andrade match at aa uh triple i did not watch triple a triple there you go triple media i did not watch triple a match you didn't watch it yeah i didn't i didn't you see because i because i because i love this show I'm I'm happy you finally stepped up and took and took this podcast to the next level <laughs> and watched some other wrestling. Good for you. Fuck what me. happened? Let, um, me, let me know. So I watched the match. I'll say this: the match is fine. Um, it uh, what is it? There's been a lot of controversy and stuff like that, uh, especially from you know a lot of weird Twitter stuff. Um. The match was fine. I would definitely say that uh, kind of just like less like the Hubi to Guerrero and uh, Chris Jericho match. Like it really, it got much better towards the end. 
uh, I would say that the, the beginning of the match was just kind of like whatever. Ric Flair was there. Ooh. Um, I, did, I did see that clip. I saw that clip yeah. of him chopping, no. doing the back and forth chops. Which happens kind of like towards the end, towards the uh, end. I saw a lot of people upset at the fast count finish, and I was just like, oh, that doesn't bother me. It, honestly, <laughs> that, that was the proper end to a match, uh, if, if, you wanna, uh, if you ask me. But why was there a fast count with the ref a heel or was it like an action? Yeah, it was the uh, it was just like the heel ref thing, which is like it's gotcha. fine. I wasn't bothered by the fast count, but was what I was bothered by is like I get it, he's a heel ref, but Andrade had his foot on the ropes and he mm. completely ignored it, and then Andrade had to like actually kick out. <laughs> and I was just like, hey man. Um, and there was another no, time. No, where, you know, like, no rules in lucha. Be yeah, whatever. Uh, and no, and there was another time where like Kenny Omega like had both his shoulders down, but the ref wasn't like mm. counting nor checking if both shoulders were down. And I was just like, huh, whatever. Like it, it, it didn't bother me that much, but it was just like, come on, guys. <laughs> um. So Andrade does not win the title. Uh, and then um. World Wrestling Observer Newsletter or Wrestling Observer Newsletter, yeah, said that AEW kind of just said, Don't give him the title win just yet. And I'm this, uh, this kind of bothered people that AEW kind of like, I guess, like step in the way they, of they of, flex their muscle a little bit. They said, Yeah, Look, oh, we ain't doing that. Yeah, of what Triple Triple uh, A wanted to do with their show, and then later on this week, you know, uh, what is it? Uh, after I put like this uh, this topic on the docket, Dave Meltzer was just like, "Oh no 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 no, man!" Or not Meltzer, but somebody that is employed also by Wrestling Observer Newsletter was just like, "Oh no no no, uh, AEW didn't like strong arm them." Triple A kind of just agreed to it. It's fine, guys. And I'm just like, come on, bro. Can it be any clearer, bro? <laughs> of you know uh, where they stand, man. You know what it is. We don't have to explain it. I'm not even gonna try to. I'm like, not even gonna get too hype <laughs> over uh, Wrestling yeah. Observer and and AEW, AEW Cle- like- clearly being cahoots. And, you know, very it, it, very minimal bad press. Yeah, it's interesting, you know, whatever from, from them and fightful, but let's not get into that. Um, I'm fine with like Andrade kind of not winning because you beat Kenny Omega twice in one weekend leading up to all out isn't smart. I'll just say that outright. Why do you say that? Expound. Why would you want to beat your champion twice in one week? Well. Well, if we, you, I've seen people online say, hey, if he loses both the belts in one week, he comes off as desperate in his matches against Christian mm-hmm. at All Out going forward. He, you know, he, he has a, a different take on his character. He becomes desperate. Mm-hmm. He, can't, he doesn't want to lose any more belts. Because if he loses all the belts, he's not the belt collector anymore. Who is he? Yes. Um, you know and I mean? to that, I will say, 
I think I might have uh, said that last week as well, where he like loses the title and then he does become more desperate. Like that would be the natural like sense to it. But two things. One, if Tony Khan knew these matches were coming up, I would have not scheduled the impact one because <laughs> it's fucking impact. That title's not important. Uh, mm-hmm. And plus, like the Andrade versus Kenny Omega match was already like kind of like written in the books. And I do think it's stupid to have Christian fight for both titles. And uh, second thing is the desperate thing really would have worked if Kenny Omega wasn't already desperate and cheating a bunch. Because, like, what if Kenny Omega was, you know, a heel, more or less, but he kind of just straight up kicked your ass, right? And then for this Christian uh, match, you know, because he's so desperate to hold the belt, that's when he starts having Don Callis cheat. That's when Brandon Cutler, you know, starts doing the spray. That's when the good brothers start really getting involved. That, you know, they start doing, like, old, like, Bullet Club, like, you know, sort of cheating bullshit. That would have made a lot more sense. But it's already happening. So I don't think it's going to really count off as desperation when it's already part of the Kenny Omega form, like formula in AEW already. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, um, I definitely think they could have planned around this better. Um, so Andrade can get his title win. And he could have just, you know, flexed that going into All Out and using that kind of just like, you know, going up to Death Triangle and be like, come on, man. Look, I got gold over here, bro. What y'all doing with that lame-ass nigga Pac? Also, We're doing that uh, lame. Yeah, and then also, I think uh, the Lucha Brothers all do are like the tag team champ, right? Uh, I saw them with belts uh, that at, night. At Triple Mania? Yeah, I didn't watch the match. I probably should have. I'm, I'm sure they have belts all over the place, um, just not in AEW. Sorry for the Lucha fan base. Please forgive me. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> um. We didn't talk about it. Uh, we talked about it a little bit last week, but we didn't talk about the uh, the outcome of the Matt Caster thing. Um, if you want to hear our discussion on that, you can catch it on Patreon. Uh, last week's episode. Um, just the gist of it, we thought it was a pretty shitty promo. Um, and him being a heel doesn't like really make up for it. Also, his rap sucked. Uh, but Matt Caster is now suspended. Is it confirmed he's suspended? Uh, from what I've been reading, yes. I did not link it um, in the yeah. bucket, but I it uh, he hasn't been seen when he's been regularly featured. Uh, I'll tell you right now, on Dark this week, Dark Elevation, Anthony Bowens did have a match. He did not come out to the acclaimed music. He came out to some generic rock music. He did have the acclaimed gear on still, but I mean, damn to take the theme away—that's kind of nuts. And and the announcers did say he was a part of the acclaimed, so I don't know where they're going from here. But he definitely okay. came up by himself with some random generic rock. Music. Take taking away the theme is kind of od because the theme what? is fine if nobody raps over it. <laughs> that, that, that instrumental is kind of fire. I ain't gonna. <laughs> it's fine. I think it's fire. I like that. I like that beat. All right. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know where uh, it comes from. This like, um, I mean, I don't really know what to say about it at this point. Like, I'm not gonna say on a, like. I don't really feel like Matt Caster should be fired 
or anything like that. I definitely think that there should just be a better uh, taking a better look at uh, AEW and Tony. Uh, apparently, Tony Khan was not overseeing Dark or the editing for Dark. So that's why. Anyway. So that's why you get to see all the botches, even though they could have easily cut that out. And whoever was editing the show before, I hope they get in trouble. Because Dustin. He, that motherfucker should be he should be getting in trouble or, or whoever has been editing dark before uh, Tony Khan uh, got his hands on it because boy <laughs> a lot of there shit should be, not be on there man there seems to be a, a mix up in the chain of command over there I feel, I feel mm-hmm. like that's, I just feel like no you should have seen that or at least somebody should have seen that promo and was like look I don't know about this one bro yeah, just, I, I I don't get it. Whoever, whoever let that slide. Um, yeah, it just remember when um, Rick Ross wrapped on the uh, "You ain't even know" beat, and he said that wild line about the Molly mm-hmm. and the champagne. And then it was it was I, no, they, <laughs> I promise you, there are probably twenty niggas in that studio there. Not one of them was like, "Yo, I don't know about that line, bro." And then the producer Man. heard it, and then the engineer <laughs> heard it, and everybody was like, "Yeah." yeah. <laughs> We'll, we'll let it rock. Like that's you, what I feel like happened there. I feel like there's a lot of rap lyrics where somebody could have been like, <laughs> you did the record scratch, like, hey man, what are you, you doing? Sure, <laughs> you want to do that? Yeah, uh, I can't think of any right now. Um <laughs> I think uh when Quavo said the slur on the uh the slur, the slur for Asia folks uh on the Migo song. And or when um Offset said he don't fuck with the queers, <laughs> oh my gosh, man! Like why? And then, tried, Cut and then, that then out. he tried to play it. Then he tried to play it off with some other shit. You know what you said, but <laughs> unprovoked too because I heard the verse. It just came out. Um, but nah. Speaking of like somebody kind of stepping in and you know making sure stuff gets done, like we like I said two weeks ago, after the Domino's pizza cutter thing. Now the block is hot. Now Time Warner, TNT, whatever, are going to start looking at what you're doing now. And then literally after we we were, uh, like a week after we recorded that, Time Warner is looking to hire a director of script script development and programming for AEW. They need that. Yeah, they do. Uh, 100%. Especially uh, with two shows now. Yeah. So, um, Emma, if I could figure it out, how come these journalists can't? And with that said, we gonna get into NXT. So, um, I, what I what I do want to talk about is just really kind of like your impact so far since since you've really just come into wrestling in general. Like, I don't know if you realize this, but like you're kind of like a gateway for a lot of fans and, and people of color who you know really want to get into this. Like, do do you like kind of like realize like the magnitude of like what you're doing? Like that it's it's huge. Yeah, yeah, it's it's cool. I see like all the comments on on Instagram and social media, and then I really see it like when I'm out, and especially when. I see, you know, little girls that look like me, especially little boys like me, especially, and and, and they're they're just like, oh my god, you're such an inspiration, and it's not this ego boost for me. Mm-hmm. It's um, you know, I just think about the impact and that, that I'm having, and also like even ever since I when I first came in, even into NXT, 
Yeah. My main thing was always just being unapologetically me and representing for my culture and my community and people that look like me, especially, um, and to bring more of, you know, that those eyes to the product and, and, and being someone and show, like, it's, it is not just me. It's so, so much diversity in WWE and really mm-hmm. just em- emphasizing that and, and putting it out there that WWE is for everybody, especially my community, mm-hmm. my culture. If you can look at, you can look and see so much diversity among the black community, so many different types of black. So anybody can look and see someone that they can relate to, that they can um, just, just that they can feel something from. So that was always one of my key things, even coming from NXT. My husband and I used to always talk about it. And we're like, we're just going to be us and try to bring the culture in and, and bring everybody along for the ride. And that's why I was super like excited about doing Rolling Loud. Yes. Um, Especially because, like, even before I found out, we found out that we were going, my husband and I saw the lineup, and we were trying to figure out ways to get tickets so that we could just go. Uh, and then when I found out we were having a match, then I'm just like, this, this is it. This is the great, like, this is a great starting point. Um, it felt like I finally had both of my worlds colliding. Yeah. You know, I'm so passionate about wrestling, but then I'm so passionate about my culture. Now they're both colliding, and, and we're bringing all these new eyes to the product. And it's just, I felt like, it was. I saw a girl tweeting about it on on Twitter, and I was like, I feel that she she was saying. Okay. She was like, so how did you feel about this episode of NXT? It, it, it just like it just finished wrapping up, so I, I don't think you're gonna have any real strong thoughts. I, I currently don't, but uh, I thought it was a nice uh, go home show. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, good ending. Um, good opening match. There were some low spots as well, but for the most part, it was, it was a fine, fine show. L- L- uh, all right, are the low spots really low, or just like not, uh, not the, like... the uh, what is it? Well, how would I say it? the, the mixed like, tag break? <laughs> the the mixed the mixed tag match, I oh. had no interest in. However, oh. the post match, yes, I, I got I got a lot of thoughts. <laughs> You just want to get uh, get into it right now with uh, starting off with the opening match that you uh, you said you really fuck with uh, Kushida not medically cleared to go. Um, I don't know if it's cap well or not. Soon. Yeah, I don't know if it's cap or not, but get well soon. I hope it's nothing drastic and we will just have that match on the NXT uh, right after TakeOver. Like, uh, yeah, it should be fine. Um, I thought, well, when some of these uh, in the group chat dropped the news, there were just like any guesses of who it's going to be. I originally thought it would be Dragunov, but I was just like, nah, they both kind of need momentum trying to like both go into what they need to do. Yeah. And then this motherfucker comes out. <laughs> and I was just like, damn, uh, we might not get the strong and uh, Kushida thing for a while. That, that's what I thought as soon as Dragunov came out. I was like, man, well, as soon as Dragunov won, I was like, yeah, man, I guess uh, Kushida mm-hmm. can't come back no time soon. Because why yeah. else would they have Roddy lose like that? Or, or, or like, uh, no, I don't mean like no time soon, like in months, or I, I hope it's not months. I, I'm thinking just like two weeks. Yeah, not nothing imminent like immediately needed to be done. Yeah, and also like it's I mean it'll work like uh Roger Strong could just be on 205 live this week 
and just pick up some like just pick up a win to like sustain like some momentum again. Like if even if we you know quote unquote don't see it, but that kind of just makes sense to me. But this match is hard. <laughs> I mean, what do you expect? They, you know how I feel about Roddy. That's yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, we we all feel the same, and I. I would say I have completely turned around on uh Dragonoff from like uh his day uh like his debut to now. Um I get it. I fuck with the character. I, I always liked his in-ring work, so it was never uh anything wrong with that. But his presentation and stuff now, I really do enjoy it. And these guys are kind of just cut from the same cloth, just two monsters <laughs> that kind of just go just want to hit each other. Yeah, real right. Hard, real hard. <laughs> I like so, that. Uh, that, uh, that was all really great stuff, man. I, I really did uh, like the match. Um, like you said, Isla Dragunov wins. And then he's just screaming out like he wants Walter. And I thought, uh, oh, this is going to play into the finish of the show like or something, right? Like, there's no way Walter's not going to come out at some point, right? I, I, I was wondering, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, is Walter there? Is <laughs> he even at, at the CWC? No, uh, I, I, I thought that too. And then I remembered that MSK and Imperium are going to have a thing. Yeah. So I was just like, he'll probably like pull up for that. And then, you know, he was in the video package uh, later on on the show. Yeah. But uh, really good match, man. Uh, that's probably the match of the night. That was like some of the best stuff uh, on the show. Um, not to take away from MSK and Imperium, but... Uh, every uh, good stuff on everybody. Um, so Samoa Joe and Karen Cross have a face off with with goddamn three minutes left of the show, <laughs> and in NXT fashion, you know how it always goes down. They just break everything around in the uh, in whatever venue that they are in. And then we we'll just they, 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 they yeah. love tearing the PC up, man. They they, they be fucking I, that building up. Like, I don't want to say there's no use for the plexiglass and fence anymore because, you know, COVID is still a thing. But I feel like they really just keep those shits up just so they can break them down. <laughs> oh, for sure. Definitely. Like, uh, and for the just, fans to bang on them, which they don't do enough. I think the fans should bang on the plexiglass yeah, right. more often. They don't do it enough. Uh, they're, uh, I, uh, you're right. I, I, I think they're more of the chant. Uh, they prefer to, like, just chant now because, you know. We've been away for so long, so it's just nice to scream again. Yes. But uh, nah, they should uh, they should bang on the shits again. Oh. All right, and then uh, we got Cameron Grimes versus Josh Briggs. Uh, La Knight kind of just uh sets uh sets Grimes up to get a little softened up before their match at Takeover, and. Teddy Biasi was on commentary, and I thought uh, I thought him and LA Knight were like really, really nice. Like it, it was a packed booth, <laughs> but uh, they didn't need to have half the people that were there, <laughs> right? Yeah, uh, uh, I mean, I, it, it was it wasn't Rampage, but you know, it was. Uh, oh yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> we need to talk about Rampage. <laughs> we, we, we can we can we can breathe. Yeah, yeah, but, we, uh, we 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 can get into that. <laughs> But uh, yeah, just, I'm just happy. Ted Tibiasi just seems happy to be there. I like that yeah. he's happy to be there. He really seems like he's really enjoying himself. Yeah, I, uh, I really do like his involvement. I do think it's great. And them not really taking much away from commentary is a big like step up versus what we get on uh, the other show. And 
I, I and then saying that and then saying this, like I feel like the commentary team didn't even need to speak because LA Knight and uh Ted DiBiase was like giving them gold <laughs> to like work with. So I uh I thought it was all really fantastic stuff. Quan, you okay, man? <laughs> yeah, you, you, I thought you froze. Oh no, I was uh I was done speaking. <laughs> oh you no, because you <laughs> the screen like froze. I thought the thing was oh froze. shit, my I, fault, I, my I thought, fault. I thought Zoom was messing up. Oh my fault, I just ruined the whole vibe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like watching you just stare into your screen, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, I don't know if I'm frozen or you're frozen, but we both moving. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, but um but Cameron Grimes gets the win. And then uh, Elliot Knight is just like, man, fuck this. And he just swings on Ted DiBiase. Stop that nigga. <laughs> fuck it. And then uh, hits his uh, little finisher thing uh, on Grimes. And then they have uh, Ted DiBiase and Grimes have a segment uh, later on on the show. And then Ted DiBiase is just like, damn, man, I didn't mean to sign you up for this ass with it, man. My fault. And Grimes is like, fuck are you talking about? I'm about to kill this nigga, man. <laughs> About to turn up and take over. Uh, so hopefully, uh, Grimes wins it, man. I'm looking forward to that. Um, now for the mixed tag match, which you were referring to, I do agree. This is like, you know, with full on quotes here, work rate wise, this match is hot garbage. <laughs> and it's not, and I personally don't think it's because of uh, Indy Hartwell and Dexter Loomis. But the comedy part of this shit, eat. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. First of all, number one, Robert Stone. Where he get that ponytail from? <laughs> he ain't had that ponytail. Throughout the weeks we've been seeing this man. <laughs> I he, never seen him with that much hair. He was nowhere near a ponytail, bro. Then he went and got the goddamn extensions, like Fetty whopping them. Extensions in. <laughs> the bundles look mm-hmm. that's, that's off the rip number one number two i'm gonna tell you right now this is what i was looking for like like biggie said you think i care about work rate five-star <laughs> classics nope. nope give me this give me a wedding I love wrestling wedding yeah uh what is it this is so much better than uh i would say this is this is much better than them actually working a match, which is just like, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, man. Look, fuck work rate. All that is that rest holds, arm locks, number <laughs> no, lock. <laughs> I don't need none of that, man. I need a, a reverse proposal. You know what I mean? People talking about. <laughs> WWE not progressive or whatever. Wrestling not progressive. You see what I just saw? I saw a woman get on one knee mm-hmm. a grown-ass man on her birthday. Oh, her, uh, happy you know birthday, I mean? Indy Hartwell. We love happy you over birthday, here at the War Report. We love you. I, I love a girl who takes charge. I love that. I like that <laughs> energy. I can't wait for the wedding. Oh, I hope it's next week. I don't, you know, uh, I don't, honestly, I hope it's tomorrow. <laughs> I hope it's tomorrow. I hope they just do it on YouTube over like during fucking dynamite i'll watch that i'll watch that over dynamite i promise i will <laughs> you bet well, your ass man <laughs> we'll have a whole wedding special um also it's just like uh i said it in the group chat earlier i was just like man 
this thing has been going on for a very long time. And it just keeps growing new legs and like getting more and more entertaining as it like continues going. Uh, well, they said they don't do long term storytelling. Hmm. When this is all when this is all over, I'm going to be very sad because this was all comedy gold. How did this end? Oh, man. I feel like we, we've been asking that for six months. How did this I, end? Where did we go? OK, so it, it, instead of how does it end? What are some other funny shenanigans you want to see them get into? Because I thought of something funny earlier, and it's Johnny Gargano and Dexter Loomis as a tag team. But not, 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 yeah, not as like a for real thing, but like they, he tries to do a, oh, I guess I'll try to get along with you. And then they do like a tag match, and like, I don't care if they win or lose, but uh, I just need to see it happen. Yeah, that, uh, that'd be uh, well, he's a. Well, John and actually the whole promo before the match <laughs> with oh. uh, <laughs> what did he said he said he ate the pie. You know, what I, I mean? dare I dare near launch my laptop into the sun. Mind it's you, nine p.m. <laughs> mind you, you know Dexter put in that work because she proposed the next day. I mean, the next week. I don't want to talk about it. She said she said, "Why are you being weird to me?" <laughs> you know what I mean. One hand on the neck, one hand on the <laughs> leg up. That's what happened. She had to propose. She had no choice. I see you, Dexter. It should have been me, <laughs> not him. <laughs> but nah, uh, all, all, all this shit is classic stuff. Um, and apparently from, uh, you know, from last week to this week, they've been on several dates. Several of them. Th- uh mm-hmm. Hot air balloon, which I agree is a baller move. Yeah, even, even Johnny, this, even Johnny had to yeah, respect that one. Yeah, like, yeah, you're right. It was oh, this, this kind of fire, bro. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I I thought that was all uh, really fun stuff. <laughs> I can't believe that was the longest thing we talked about so far. <laughs> the only thing I cared about, I'll be honest. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, uh, my size was hurting the whole time, so I was entertained. Um. MSK and Imperium have a match for the tag team titles. I thought this match was really, really great. Uh, both these teams are, you know, just both good in their own right. I am very curious uh, where MSK goes next. And this seems to be the downfall of Imperium. You think so? Uh, do you think if, I don't, if, uh, if, if Walter loses, do you think I, that's I, I, it? I don't. I don't think they break up or anything like that. But I'm just saying, like you know, uh, they're kind of like stronghold on NXT UK uh, kind of falters, and you know, maybe Walter comes here full time. Um, yeah. Yeah. Look, I mean, Walter never on NXT UK anyway. Often, I yeah. <laughs> he shows up on TV like once every two months, two or three months on that show. So I mean. Honestly, it's probably due time to get that belt off of him. I, mm-hmm. And people complain about when Brock was champion. Walter, he, <laughs> he actually, he's actually fully employed with the company. He barely yeah, was on the show. Full, fully employed, working part time. That's a goat right there. <laughs> His fire. agent, phenomenal. Fire. Anyone, any, anyone even moved to states? He said, "I ain't moving no fucking states." Mm-hmm. This is God, <laughs> y'all, y'all wilding over there. Yeah, I'm uh, good. I'm praying that changes soon because I would like to see Walter more. 
Um, Alex, you want to do it. Yeah. And then... Uh, oh, I want to talk to you about something. I tweeted it. I tweeted about it, and then Meals responded. What's the Twitter, bro? Oh, I forgot you don't, you don't have a Twitter. Well, <laughs> I tweeted. I said, I think MSK is missing something, and I can't figure out what it is. And then Meals responded, and he said, grit. Like, they, everything looks too easy for them. And I just don't know... I mean, he. I think that's a fair uh, point. But there's something about MSK. I'm just like, I don't care. I don't know if it's like, uh, okay, or maybe it's because they haven't been on the show a lot lately. But I'm just kind of like, okay, they're good. I'm not. I'm not saying they're not good. They're fantastic wrestlers. It's the, obvious. This is what I'll say about the MSK thing. Yes, they're great, but Meals is right. They don't have the grit because NXT hasn't really been focusing on the tag division. So there hasn't really been a really long feud for them. Like even, even like the Grizzly Young Veterans and the, uh, the Elgato Del Fantasma thing, that didn't really last long. Uh, mm-hmm. And then it didn't even last long when they kind of had the rematch. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. Uh, had the rematch. Uh, well, they didn't even have to, it, it. It became the, um, the winner takes all match. Yeah. So... Meals is right. MSK hasn't been like not pushed as far as like you know booking, but like pushed as you know, can they overcome these challenges? Um, and I just think that's really due to NXT not really focusing a lot on their tag division and a lot of their tag division currently just being two singles guys. Uh, yeah. I don't necessarily think they're missing anything, but I do think they're mi- uh, well, like they're not missing a moment like in a ring or anything like that. I do think they're just missing that few. They're, mis- they're missing a dance partner. Like, yes, you know the yeah. Hardys had Edge and Christian, or like mm-hmm. you know the New Day had the Usos. I feel like MSK needs one of those. It should. Uh, it should be uh, Ogata, uh In my Ogata. opinion. Yeah, they, they already work insanely well together. So they do. everybody's complaining about rematches and shit like that. But like, let's get this blood feud cracking. Have them fight like goddamn five times in like three months. Fuck it. Oh no, I'm, I'm complaining about forget about rematches too. <laughs> hey, I'm, not not on like, XC, but on, but yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Then, but it's just like you know, people complain about, but they need somebody to go back and forth with. I do agree with that though. They do need someone to go. They need that that rivalry. Yeah, so Mielis is absolutely right on that. And uh, another thing is that they need, they need, what the fuck does MSK stand for, bruh? Please tell me. <laughs> like, just tell me, bruh. No, nah, man. This, that takes the fun out of it. It's for, it's for your no, interpretation. No. <laughs> I need to know what MSK means, man. What do y'all stand for? What the fuck y'all representing, man? Who, who are you? <laughs> you know uh, we we get we get a little bit of that uh uh like tonight where they kind of just say that you know we're not this like super serious tag team in NXT and we know that we're showing that that we can kind of be the best and have fun with it but I'm just like yeah nigga I know but what does MSK stand for? All right, so the match, <laughs> like we said, it is really, really good. And then uh, 
Walter comes out, kind of just has a walk in to do a little distraction for the heels. And then <clears throat> Dragunov comes out, kind of runs the interference. They're kind of just brawling outside. And then MSK just uh, wins it uh, while there's like all the chaos happening on the outside. <clears throat> um, and yeah, they, uh, MSK retains the tag titles. MSK leaves. And then they kind of just leave Island Dragon off to his fate. Which yeah, is let that boy get stomped out. <laughs> let his ass get whooped by goddamn uh, Imperial. So, uh, yeah, that's how that went off. And then I'm very curious what's next for them because there is no more tag team. They beat them all. Did they, have they wrestled uh, Thatcher and Champa yet? I want to say yes. I think they have too. Yeah, I don't know who else they'd wrestle unless they got some, you know. <clears throat> One of them breakout guys, former tag team or something. Yeah, I don't, let's not I don't hope, know. Let's not hope for that. <laughs> I don't um, know. Quick hits. Uh, if you have your War Report bingo card, I forgot to put this on the docket. <laughs> um, breakout tournament stuff. Uh, Duke uh, Duke Hudson loses to Carmelo Hayes, and it will be Carmelo Hayes and uh, Odyssey Jones. Jones. Odyssey Jones uh, in the finals. Some brothers in the uh, in the finals. Love to see it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so ho- hopefully they don't lose it. So uh, two two uh, two straight tournaments. We're, we're guaranteed to have a a black winner. I like he, that. He I won. like that. I'm not mad at it. <laughs> you you see the vision of where uh, NXT is going. Yep, and Look. that that's what sets them ahead of the competition. Uh, mm. speaking of black people. Hit row and uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Elgato del Fantasma. They have a really cool segment just to heat up uh, the match that they're going to have at Takeover. Um, I still think it's disgusting, but Santos put his uh, his nasty hand in that yes, man's mouth in a yes. pandemic. Y'all some yes. nasty niggas over there. See, and then, <laughs> don't don't bring Florida into this. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I've been I've been saying it for a while now. You gotta be a little dumb to be a pro wrestler. Yeah, they should be doing some dumb shit, bro. <laughs> don't put your hands in my mouth. Yeah. I don't care. Uh, Big Foley would do that his whole career. Don't put your fucking Britt Baker too. Don't put your hands in my mouth, bro. I'm well look, no 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 limit uh situational oh, Britt Baker ma- is situational, but you know, any old uh, all right, guy any, <laughs> any, anyway. <laughs> Any grown ass man, mic. don't put your hand. <laughs> Mike's still. <laughs> I want to chuck your mic into the sun. Um, so interesting parts of this segment is um, Santos going. I felt like I disrespected your culture, ripping out your grill, and I thought that was very funny. <laughs> and then uh, he's just like, "Hey man, just come out here to the parking lot." The NXT parking lot, no mind, mind you. Come outside. We're not going to jump you. No, that's, that's pretty much what he said. <laughs> Dead ass. And then <laughs> Swerve was just like, you know, walk it, I guess. And Why then not? he kind of knew he was going to get jumped. But I'm just like, even though you know you go get jumped, it's still a three-on-one. <laughs> you should have had, had at least hit row escort you to the door. And if they heard something, and then they'll pull yeah. up. Them motherfuckers are still in the ring. <laughs> uh, I thought the I, I thought the brawl was really nice. I think uh, it might have been wi- uh, wild that took like a nasty like 
bump into like the uh he did the Rey Mysterio spot. Yeah, just like the head first into the thing. Head I thought that was the wall. I was just like, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh B Fab comes in with a steel pipe just hitting everybody, evening the odds. And I thought this was really cool. I can't wait for the match. Did B Fab ever gonna wrestle? Can she wrestle? Uh, probably All as right. much as Jay Cargill. Um, prime target, Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly. Once again, Adam Cole kind of just shitting on Kyle. <laughs> and Kyle kind of not fighting back. So uh, they're going to have their match. Uh, two out of three falls, three stages of hell, whatever you want to refer to this match. Two should be cool as well. Um, we get a... I guess an interview segment. I don't know, but they're in different rooms. It reminds me of the uh, the Samoa Joe and Brock Lesnar thing when they were just yeah. like, oh, it, it is too dangerous to have you two in the same space, <laughs> which uh, was really, really cool. Uh, Raquel kind of just hit some stingers, you know, really hurt Dakota Kai's feelings. And then, uh, you know, just going to back and forth, the same thing, calling each other sidekicks, betrayers. I, I do like the line where Dakota Kai was just like, really? You 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 saw you 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 saw the future in this? Cause mm. you didn't avoid my kick a couple weeks ago if you quote unquote saw it coming. And I was just yeah. like, good shit pointing out that cat, man. <laughs> yeah. Your foresight isn't as strong as you thought it was. But look, yeah. I'm gonna tell you right now, the push is coming. You know when you know when one of the ladies dyed their hair a wild color, the push is coming. Her hair was already pink, but she got like a couple strands of that like green. Was her hair always pink like that? Am I bugging? Yeah. Um, she dyed it pink. After, maybe because she didn't uh, have the doubt, or maybe she like redyed it or something. Because it definitely looked, it looked yeah, different. it looks different. Uh, she did it uh for uh Hannah uh when she passed, so she always had the pink hair, but now she had like a couple like green strips in it. Uh. Yeah, a, a, a push is coming for both these ladies. So, um, yeah, no, but you know what? It's definitely, it's definitely a lighter pink. I'm looking at pictures now. The, the mm-hmm. thing she had yeah, back yeah. then was dark. It's a way lighter pink now. I'm, uh, we, it. I'm with it. Yeah, it was cool. She looks great. She looked great. Um, they might hit like the fresh redye on the uh before the takeover, so it might be back to uh, it might get its vibrancy back. But that is it for NXT. But. We have to do predictions for TakeOver 36, which I think is so boring that it's just called 36. <laughs> that logo sucks, too. Have you seen the logo? Oh, it's like, yes. It looks like 35. Versus, like, I hate yeah, that logo. It, uh, it looks like 31 as well. Um, and we will be doing a spaces for that. Uh, can you pull up the card for it? I'm not going to pull it up. Enough. I'm pulling it up right now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we'll be doing a spaces for it. And there will also be a spaces done for... Um, Big Summer, Summer Slam. Slam, and then for the hot takes that's gonna that's, happen on the A show. Uh, that's dude. It'll be at the. This is, it'll, it'll be out. The hot takes is supposed to take place on Thursday, so we won't even. Unless um, you're Patreon, you won't hear it. I it mean, is what it is. You already been. <laughs> it is what it is. Anyway, we got the takeover card. I'm just gonna go in order on Wikipedia. <laughs> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Uh, match number one, Walter. Ilya Dragunov, who we got? Is it, is Dragunov's time, man? I think so too. I think Walters had a great run. He's had the belt for what, like ten thousand days. 
Yeah, uh, throw that. Uh, fuck it, it's over. End that shit now, please. Since, since the Obama administration, he's held that belt, so <laughs> I think I think it's time for him to let it go. Um, next up, I'm I'm agreeing too. I think just drag it off. Uh, next up on the list, I have Karrion Cross versus Samoa Joe NXT Championship. Come on, we know we see the writing on the wall, fellas. What one, uh, one of the one of these guys has one foot out the door already. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. Yeah, so Samoa Joe definitely taking it. I'm interested to see how Joe works. He hasn't wrestled since February 2020, so it's yeah, been, it's been a, it's been a while since uh, that man's been in the ring. I I kind of want to say it is uh it might come second nature, but that would be very hypocritical of what I said about seeing Punk a couple weeks ago. So hopefully Joe still got it, man. But Punk hasn't wrestled <laughs> in Laura, man. That's definitely yeah, but you know seven years. I don't even know. You would think minute. it's second nature, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I'm not, I, yeah, I mean, I, I have all the faith in the world of, you know, him being able to, you know, execute moves. I'm just worried. I'm more concerned about, like, just ring shape. Well, he's going to get gassed. You know what I mean? Um, I think they I, both work a style that, like, it's kind of like a slowed down pace. Like, this is not 2002 Samoa Joe here. So we might be getting... Uh, a lot more uh, submission holds, probably some power moves. I, not in a bad way, but I think the pace will be like a little slow. Will this be good? <laughs> <laughs> I hate that you worded it like that. Um, I hope so. <laughs> I'm be honest, I don't have high expectations for this match. I'm be uh, 20, 2021 Samoa Joe. Yeah, I love uh, Joe, man. <laughs> I uh, don't know. I love 2020 Samoa Joe, but Carrie Cross is the one I'm worried about. That's here. what I'm saying. He shit. He wrestled earlier this week, and I don't know if he still got it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm gonna go with Samoa Joe on this one. I guess Joe. Um, I gotta imagine Carrie's. He's it's, on the road, so honestly. For that match is barely a prediction. <laughs> yeah, it's it's inevitable, as Samoa Joe would say. Mm. Uh, next up, Raquel Gonzalez defends her championship against Dakota Kai. Heartbreak Kai, baby, bring it home. Yeah, I have no interest in um, Raquel as champion. She's fine, but she's just kind of there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I I think it's been enough time. Where I'm just like, uh, it, it didn't work for me. It didn't hit for me. Like, uh, I repeated my sentiments about the Mercedes Martinez match, but the Ember Moon match didn't wow me either. So, yeah, whatever. I'm done. Plus, um, we I think everybody's wanted Dakota to have her moment mm-hmm. for a long time now. I think it's past due. It, it's interesting. We all, we all, all three of the title matches that we've announced, we've predicted so far, we've all chosen. The challenger to win. I wonder. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Maybe this is the beginning of this quote unquote reset or whatever NXT is trying to do. Yeah. Is it? It's no, about this to, is this, it, is, this it, is this is the show that starts that everything sets everything off going forward. Yeah, it's about to look dire for all the uh, the champs, man. This might be a, a killer. Uh, the champ killer takeover, bro. Mm. It might be a whole bunch of switches. And I feel like everybody that's gonna that that was initially gonna retain just are on the show, like Kushida and MSK. Yeah, but it's funny because they said no 30-year-olds, but you come to learn that Dakota Kai is like 34 or something like that. That's fine. She looked great. She looked out there. <laughs> she looked 25. Yeah. 
So I'm just saying, I know the rule is no 30 year olds, no midgets. So I don't mean who knows what's going on over there. <laughs> I shouldn't say well, midgets. Well, I take well, that word uh, back. I meant to say little people, dwarf, whatever y'all. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Honestly, that report is one problematic, two mm-hmm. also ageist, but it is what it is. <laughs> it's just ageist. Uh, uh, it is ageist. That, that's the joint that Mickey, uh, Mickey Jane learned. Mm. Shout out to Mickey Jane. Uh, mm. LA Knight defends his million dollar championship against Cameron Grimes. Get him out of here. We got, we got a theme going on. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go with Grimes on this one as well. <laughs> I can't, I can't see D. I want to see DiBiase as as a Butler. I can't see it happening. No, but I would love to see this. <laughs> yeah, this is, honestly, this is the, one of the matches where I wish it could go either way, and I'd be okay with it. You know what? Just, just to have a little fun, I'm going LA Knight. Hey, Amen. <laughs> let's, let's do it. Let's keep it going. I'm gonna we go got, with we... Grimes, but I wouldn't hate. I wouldn't hate if LA Knight won. He he won me over. Yeah, uh, yeah. Not nah, I'm not LA Night Hive and no shit like that, but I, I I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm impressed. And uh, match number five: Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole, three stages of hell. First fall singles match. Second fall street fight. Third fall if necessary steel cage. Uh, we know. But I'm gonna go Kyler. I'm gonna go Kyler Riley. Like we know, we know, we know, we know the this, like this takeover is the either the champ killer takeover or the we know. <laughs> I'm gonna put it this way. I'm going to say a lot of the people on this card tonight. I mean, on uh, Sunday, mm-hmm. they ain't gonna be the next takeover card. Yeah, I that have, ass. I have a strong uh, feeling that's what's they, gonna happen. Take uh. Take uh NXT and takeovers are gonna look a lot different by like goddamn war games. Yeah. So uh everybody just last week we we're seeing people saying that oh NXT needs a reset. Watch when all the champions lose so the reset can happen. People get pissed. People were saying reset the universe, vacate all the belts, start over. Yeah, they got 2001 WCW it. I'm saying, and then watch them change, just change titles, basically what people wanted anyway, and do a reset, and people are going to be pissed. Because well, I don't think any of these champions are retaining. Yeah, I don't either. My so, thing is Kyle, uh, by the way. I, you know, yeah, I, don't yeah. care. I, don't, I don't care for his character at this point. I don't care about cool Kyle. I, he, look, I'm sorry. No, him and MSK, they need something new. <laughs> or yeah. like a little more. Kyle just comes off like a... You know what's crazy? He adores. You, know, you, know, you know what's funny? Well, I was gonna, he would fit in in AEW so much more. Oh. <laughs> because everybody over there is fucking dorks. Dog, I'm sorry, I, look, he I, would be an amazing Dark Order guy. Yeah. He's goofing like, off. Look, I want to... Let me take a look. So like, right? I like AEW for the most part. Fantastic wrestlers over there. A lot of great talents. A lot of those guys are dorks. I'm sorry. They just come off dorky. Swaggerless. Show, swaggerless. I've said it a bajillion times. Swaggerless show outside of like maybe like five guys. <laughs> and then uh, what is it? You know, also just like dorks, parentheses, just not interesting. 
So, uh, and that's Kyle at this point for me, yeah. at least. I mean, I don't know if he resonated from other fans, but for me, I just don't care. He like, like I do think he's game. like a great competitor, but like once again, pairing somebody with Adam Cole and like not giving them a gun to work with. Yeah. Adam Cole's is going to spit, uh, chew him up and spit him out. And that's exactly what happened on the, uh, last week and on the prime target. Mm-hmm. I don't know what, I don't know. I really don't know what the hell they plan on doing with uh, Kyle O'Reilly, but it's not going well so far. Ever since I would say the goddamn Fatal uh, Five way. But um, good luck, Kyle. That is it for NXT. You want to go into Rampage right now, or you want to save that for tomorrow when we do NXT, uh, AEW as well? Let's just do save all the AEW stuff for tomorrow. <laughs> All right, so you heard Quan. Uh, we'll be getting into all the AEW stuff tomorrow, which doesn't matter to you guys, yeah, <laughs> at all. Yeah, uh, probably should have said that now. I have to edit it out or some, shit. Edit it. <laughs> we're, we're, we're all family on the war report, they're here, they're yeah. Here, they're here. Um, yeah, uh, let's get into AEW, quote unquote. <laughs> You was fucking with this episode. Look, good start. Good start. Look, I, I keep saying this. They, the first hour of Dynamite is always great. It's the second hour of Dynamite that always makes, that always loses me. And this episode was no exception. Uh, just, they, they, they lose me as soon as I hear another flash of lights, like the fuse. <laughs> uh, as soon as, soon as I hear that shit, I'll be like, yeah, get me out of here, bro. Um. You want to talk? Uh, you want to talk about uh, Christian Cage versus uh, Kenny Omega? We can run through Rampage. I think it's yeah, important no, 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 to talk think, about. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, we're going to talk about the whole show, but uh, just start. I don't have any Christian Cage versus uh, Kenny Omega. I'm be honest with you. I don't have the best memory in the world. That was uh, Friday. Feels like a month ago at this point, <laughs> but I do remember very much enjoying that match. Um, the crowd was hot. I think all they right. all wanted to see. They're, the crowd is always hot. I know, but I'm just saying, man, <laughs> it was hot. It added to the match. Um, match was match was fun. Christian, best, I would say it's probably the best Christian has looked since he's come back. I feel like I said that last time too, but maybe he just started, you know, he finally, you know, he's like a, uh, he's a little older, so it takes a little while to get warmed up. But I think he's kind of getting in his own, his rhythm. Uh, he's, the, ed, the finish, the, uh, what the, what the hell did he do? What move did he do? Oh, did he do uh, the unprettier um, on the um, the open chair? Mm-hmm. And Kenny sold Kenny sold the shit out of that. <laughs> Kenny yeah. sold. Kenny, um, yeah, man, it's just a good match. I had nothing really. I mean, I think the ending we both predicted that uh, he win the Impact Championship. So I guess that's the consolation mm-hmm. prize for beating Kenny. You gotta you know you gotta go work uh, 
Yeah, go work at Impact. Go work at Impact. Uh, Brandon Miles. You got to go work with Brad Majors and fucking Sammy Callahan. Yay. You know, but uh, good for Christian, I guess. Got to work with a former edge head, bro. They weren't fans of you, brother. Um, I thought the match was okay. Mm. And that's all I could really say about, like, this match was like a okay, like I thought it was fine, and then you know once like the cheating started, like once again, like it, I just started like rolling my eyes, and I was just like, all right, let's get to the finish, and then DM pretty year happened, and I was just like, yay, okay. Instead of going into a, a, a third gear, you guys are just like, let's take it home, and I thought that was a okay. <laughs> the match was perfectly fine. Congratulations to Christian, and then we'll see if he wins it at uh, all out. Um, Miro versus Fuego Del Sol. I, I know you've been wanting to talk about this for a minute now, so go ahead and get your shit off. I honestly, I don't have really much to say anymore. I just think that you're gonna do. You're you remember when they when uh they did this exact stipulation for uh Drake Maverick and he lost, and then they still gave him the uh the thing. And then people were mad about it. And then now they do the same thing with Fuego Del Sol. But, you know, there, there's a little extra sprinkle because, oh, my God, you're my friend. So I can't let you out on the streets, man. Uh, and then everybody goes ape shit for it. Uh, I just want to start it out with that. That's bullshit. Also, this match sucks. Uh, it's barely a match to start. <laughs> um, since when is Miro susceptible to a DDT when we see nobody hit it? He's the master, but this is Fuego del Sol. How is commentary going to tell us that he is susceptible to DDTs when, one, he doesn't have a match in weeks and nobody hits a DDT in the matches that he has? And we never see Fuego del Sol on TV. So we don't know on Rampage that his DDT is something special. But you got to remember... Who's 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 producing these matches, man? But look, you gotta understand. Uh, mostly, a lot of these fans do know, just because we don't watch. Uh, so, like, we're I know we're looking at it from like the casuals kind of viewpoint. Clearly, I'm not a casual. I watch damn near all the okay. these products for some reason. Um, so his whole storyline was that like he was the master of the tornado DDT. But he could never hit the tornado DDT because he would just lose the match beforehand. And mm-hmm. then the one match he finally did win, he hit the he hit the uh, tornado DDT to win the match. Okay. So that was kind of the storyline. Um, as for Miro being successful, susceptible. What's the word? Susceptible. You know, whatever that word. I can't seem to say. I, I sound like Kendrick Perkins, but um, like <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I guess. From prior, you know, when he was in WWE, he must have lost to a DDT. Whoa, at some point. whoa, I, I don't whoa. Remember. We, I don't we, we, we don't acknowledge uh, uh, Rusev, Rusev and Miro are two different people. No, whatever happened in sports entertainment land, we don't talk about that. So you answered, you answered one of the questions, and that's fine. And then uh, the second thing, you know, that kind of just came out of nowhere. Also, <clears throat> wins and losses are supposed to matter from what I'm hearing and from what I see in the 
rankings. So when I saw Fuego Del Sol come out and I saw one in 37. <laughs> guys. Am, am I wildin' for holding AEW to their word that wins and losses are going to matter? I think it's fair. So why the fuck is this nigga getting a title shot? And why the fuck are you even trying to sign him? The crowd likes him. <laughs> like, I saw AEW, like, people will be over for just a week. And then AEW will be like, oh, I'm going to exploit the fuck out of this. And then people think, oh, this is really good booking because they're hot in the moment. And then once, uh, once they have a moment like this, it's all said and done. Because guess what? Fuego Del Sol wasn't on uh, goddamn Dynamite this week. Miro, mentions, Miro mentions, it, mentions him in, uh, in passing. And then, uh, you know, the whole segment where Sammy Guevara comes out is just like, all right, you lost, but you're my homie. So we got I talked to Tony Khan. I let you get your ass beat, man. <laughs> I was gonna say and that. I got you the job. And then everybody went, oh my God, this is fantastic. A feel-good moment. Are you fucking serious? Would you be in a Grinch? Hey man, AEW is promoting loser behavior. And you know <laughs> what? The, and you know what the AEW crowd can relate. Mm. Uh, Could, okay, uh, Dan Lambert. Dan Lam- yeah. <laughs> hey, he was he was spitting at the end of that promo. He was talking man. that shit. Yeah, he was talking he lost, that shit. He, he lost he lost me on the. Uh, oh, at, at the, the start, the, the the snowflake talk, whatever the hell you're talking about. I was like, what you talking about, bro? You get real, you getting real maga on me. I don't know. I feel I feel like he understands the game. <laughs> oh no, he gets it. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about that. I actually like that promo quite a lot, but uh. Red Velvet versus Britt Baker. This match is good. I liked it. Yeah. Um, Red Velvet still a little rough around the edges, but she is much better than what we saw when she was facing uh, Jade Cargill with Shaq. And then her sta- her, her singles match would get, uh, against Jade Cargill. Sure. So uh, good stuff. I like I liked it, and she played up being a heel. Even though she's supposed to be the baby face, which is fine. And then Britt Baker, who's the baby face, playing heel, which is fine. In AEW, the lines are always blurred, man. Nothing really makes sense out here. Uh, to, be, to be fair, it was in her hometown. Yeah, but she's still doing like stuff that would normally get somebody heat. Like she's doing yeah. like heel spots, and the crowd is just banging on their chest, going ape shit. <laughs> And it, it uh, it's, it's just a little confusing on that front. But I thought the match was fine, and it was all uh, good, of course. Red Velvet loses. I don't think... <laughs> I think Pittsburgh really would have fucking rioted if Britt Baker would have lost there. Yeah, there's but, no fucking uh, way she would have lost that match. Yeah, so it's all good. Um, now, now the, the real Rampage. Yeah, Let's talk the, about it. No, the, the real the, one. <laughs> Uh, Britt Baker kind of just goes crazy on uh, Red Velvet, and then Chris oh, Statlander, who I cut you who off, was, thinking about uh, who was in the crowd, and then somebody mysterious and all black comes out, and they just start beating up on uh up on Chris Statlander. The crowd is in utter silence. 
she does the reveal and the crowd is still in silence because they have no idea who the fuck this is. <laughs> I thought a Becky Lynch play half a second. I was like, Becky yeah, because it did, it did look like fucking <laughs> Becky Lynch. I was like, Becky? I'm about to say, if they, if they pull Becky, I'm about to say, that, you know what? I'm all elite. Power, the power is <laughs> Fuck her. No, out of here. Um, <laughs> I know who Jamie Hayter is because I love this podcast. And I watched Stardom, so I am kind of familiar with who she is. Last time we saw Jamie Hayter was a very, very long time ago, and she looked completely different. She's one, she's jacked now, like she's more jacked than ever. Two, she had the half, uh, kind of like half orange, half black hair. So when she took the hat off, it was all orange. Mm-hmm. She has not performed for well over a year, period. And then she hasn't worked in AEW for damn near two. You know what this reminded me of? You remember when uh, Butcher and Blade first debuted? Yeah, and it was pure silence they because were, nobody knows they who were the like, fuck they were. They, Excalibur was like, it's Butcher and the Blade. And I was like, who the fuck is Butcher and the Blade? I've never heard of you guys. To have Jamie Hayter do a surprise reveal when she hasn't performed in AEW for two and hasn't wrestled for like kind of over a year is ridiculous. But I'm happy that she is here. I do like her a lot. And I think she's a really good wrestler. Um, uh, and I, I think this is where we can kind of get into dynamite now. Hold on. Before uh, we do that. Oh, go ahead. Before we do that. I got a couple things that I got to ask you. First of all, we're doing the age guessing game because I just learned some shit. How old do you think Butcher and Blade are? I feel like Andy Williams is like in his 50s and the Blade is like in his 40s. Okay. I, I, wasn't really I, sure. I, know, I know Andy Williams is old because when I first saw him, his hair was like more gray than blonde. <laughs> really? Okay. So I didn't know that. So I was I'm like, I briefly looked at his like Wikipedia. And he said he started in a band in like 1997. I was like, if you started in a band in 1997, you must be pretty old. And he's all right. And he's on tour currently. That my my guy rock star, bro. He's a super spreader. Well, little spreader. I I doubt he's selling out arenas uh, and shit. Another another AEW wrestler going to be on tour in a couple weeks too. If I just checked. Mm -hmm. Uh, But uh, yeah, Blade's 41. So I didn't know that. I thought they were a little bit younger than that. That surprised me. But um, second, yeah, but second. but but let but let's talk about uh, you know, the goddamn elimination chamber having mad old dudes. You know, it's it's funny. It's funny it's how different. shit works. It's, huh? it's, it's funny it's how different. shit works. Huh? It's different. All right, second, second. You know, like I said, we're not we're not the podcast to talk about ratings, but I have to announce. I have to admit, uh, Rampage did seven hundred forty k viewers on his debut episode. Um, I think it's pretty impressive. Uh, especially for 10 o'clock on Friday night. No, I don't think that's my question. Do you think this week Rampage will do a million? It should Friday night, 10 p.m. Yes, what, right. what, with the rumors that are attached to it, yeah, it better, it better be the goddamn so 1.5 million. I was, I was gonna say, that. I think it, might it be, better be, it be fucking be high. And I will also say as well, um, you know. Wrestling is in a bubble, so where the fuck was the million that they got for Dynamite? 
10 p.m. on a Friday night. Where, where the fuck is a wrestling fan going on a Friday night? What is a hardcore wrestling fan know, going I was on a Friday night? <laughs> I, I was home watching the damn show. I had to do this show, so I was here. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, it's, st- it's still 10 p.m. on a Friday, regardless. Even, even hardcore Not wrestling even fans in. got social lives, bro. Don't do that. Sure. Um, but this this dynamite with the ru- with the stakes that are attached and the rumors, it should be it should be hitting at least a million. At least like one point one million I, at least. I you know what I kind of wish they did? I kind of wish they like at the end of dynamite this week, they like just teased something that like punk was gonna be there. They didn't have to right say mm-hmm. it, but like a little tease, like it's just one little like quick thing like, right at the end of the show. Um, that been, I think that would have been so fire. Yeah, something uh, because they were listing off the stuff that's going to be on the next rampage uh, this yeah. week, and I was just like, "Where the fuck CM Punk gonna fit?" And I, I my, uh, my answer was kind of given in the Moxley promo, but it could kind of be Brian too. Like everybody was, because uh, you know Punk has been doing his uh, doing interviews again and talking about like, oh, Darby Allen's pretty cool. And then Darby Allen has a match and there's like no mention of him. You think it's a swerve and it's Brian? I think that would leave a lot of people disappointed because they, they don't want Brian. So they don't they want, want Brian. <laughs> you know, go to Chicago. I, th- I do think it's interesting. This is the biggest crowd they've ever had just for like an, a one hour show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> interesting. Uh, We're we, we going to see. They sold it out though, so we're gonna see. It's gonna be, it's gonna be real live on Friday night. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, uh, I, I'll definitely say. See what Punk got to say. Oh boy, what does he have to say? Um. Uh, all right, let's get into AEW. So, the opening match we get 2.0 versus Darby Allen, which I thought was a really good opener. I think this was one of the best Dynamite openers in a minute. If Dynamite would have opened with the Moxley Kingston Darby versus uh, 2.0 and Danny Garcia, I think that would have been a really great opener as well. I am going to say that 2.0 so far with Danny Garcia are pretty entertaining. Like they've been having uh, a lot of entertaining and stellar matches uh, as a group. So that's cool. I love this match. I I had so much, like I said before, I don't care about like work. I just like when wrestling is fun. Yeah, it was just fun. This is it just it just so much fun stuff that just happened in this match. Um, Darby Allen walking with like the tightrope. Even mm-hmm. the even like Moxley coming out and getting beat up by 2.0 and uh, Garcia just to start the show off. It just everything was just chaos from then on. From <laughs> then on, it was just straight up just chaos. There was like it was just not yeah. stop. Like bam, 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 bam. Like. I think it's it's a much better chaos than a lot of the elite yes, uh, six mans that open or close the show. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I thought that was really fun. Of course, Sting and Darby Allen gets the win. Uh, Kingston come out, comes good. out at some point, and then he'll be facing Danny Garcia next Dynamite or Rampage. It's gonna be Dynamite, right? I, I thought Moxie was wrestling. Uh, no, 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 no. no. It's gonna be Kingston. Oh, is it Kingston? I just don't know okay. when. Uh, oh, I think I, I think no. it might be. Oh, well, I believe. No, I'm looking at the uh, Rampage preview. It's Moxley versus Garcia. At, uh, okay, Rampage. what about uh, 
next Dynamite. Because so they maybe, did say Eddie King. So maybe, there may be no, 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 Garcia uh, Dynamite. It's gonna, uh, Eddie King is just going to be in his corner. My fault. Uh, yeah, Eddie King. My bad, my bad. Um, but yeah, it was cool. Then the rest of the show was kind of just like, uh, whatever at this point. Um, I don't really like the show no. after this point. Really? I liked, um, I did like, oh, look, okay, so Sammy Guevara and uh, Sean Spears. I liked the match. I thought the match was really good until the end. The end kind of, because the end, it didn't make me dislike the match. I just would have liked the match more. Uh, if the end, if the finish with the DVD into the uh, barricade and then into the mm-hmm. 630, and that was the end, I would have been completely yep. fine with it. They they overkilled it after that. Uh, they, Sean, Spears kick, Sean Spears shouldn't be kicking out of that. Not Sean Spears. Yeah. Whatever. Doesn't I don't want to see that. Um, these are two competitors I'm not interested in, yeah. for one. And I do agree that that should have been the finish. I think I would have kind of turned around on the match if that was the finish. But, you know, yeah. knowing AEW, uh, it has to be overkill. Um, so he does that, and then he has to do, like, a Benadriller uh, later or a Go to Sleep, a GTS, whatever you want to call it. Um, and I was just like, for real? Yeah, he, Sean Spears really had to take all that? Because it, it, it only took goddamn Jericho, the one Judas effect. Also, it's Sean Spears, man. Uh, probably, so I thought I was gonna say it's Sean Spears. Though. Yeah. Uh, congrats to Sammy Guevara for proposing to her wife, uh, to his wife, and her saying yes. Uh, yeah. That's cool. But like, yeah, I I, I would have liked the match a lot better if it would have ended uh, at the six thirty because once Sean Spears kicked out, this is Sean Spears, guys. That's what I'm saying, bro. It's I immediately Sean text Spear. you. Why? <laughs> <laughs> like, it makes absolutely no sense. But like. It, it just the fact that it just had to go longer for no reason. It just like I was just like whatever at that point. Oh, speaking of selling, shout out, shout out to Sting, no selling the power bomb through the table. That's oh, fine. Yeah. I'm all in, baby. <laughs> Turn say what out. you I will. People no sell. I love say what you will. Sell stuff like that. That shit was hard. <laughs> you, you know, Rick, you, you know, that? Rick Flair saw that was just like hell yeah, brother. <laughs> you ever? You ever? <laughs> You remember that clip that was going around a couple of years ago when Leo Rush like no sold a power bomb off from the ladder? The, uh, from the table? ladder? Hell yeah, that shit hard. <laughs> that shit was fire. People were so mad. I was like, I love that. Man, that shit was hard. He did that, that shit, shit stood right back up and beat his back, ass. What's up, nigga? I he love rock. that. That cemented that cemented him and uh goddamn uh Joey Janela's legacy. <laughs> and did you was see he that Janela that match? Yeah, that was Janela. Uh uh, did you see that Janela turned on Sammy, uh, Sunny Kiss? I did because I watched that episode of Dark. What are they doing, bro? <laughs> no, I don't like to. <laughs> no. Joey Janela is gonna, uh, oh man, you're holding me back and then go nowhere, <laughs> <laughs> do nothing, go Marty Janetti him and not become <laughs> Shawn Michaels. Uh, um, what else happened on the show? Um, the Bucks versus Jungle Express. You know how I feel about Jungle Express. Uh, and I mean, the Bucks. You don't even say their name right. That's how much oh. you. Don't, that's how much you don't care about it. Ooh, it's Jurassic, <laughs> ain't it? It's Jurassic, ain't it? It's Jurassic. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that shows how. I, yeah, that shows how I feel. Um, I think it's really funny that um, 
what is it? Luchasaurus gives us the hot tag, and we're supposed to be convinced that he's like this wrestler that can like really like kill shit. But he's been put on the sideline for two months for Christian Cage and Jungle Boy. But that's neither here nor there. And also, it's an elite match that ends with cheating and the Bucks win. Like, oh, there's so much shenanigans. The last like three minutes of that match it just it doesn't even make and sense. And Why and and wouldn't this, they just... this match is like nine minutes. Yeah, and. <laughs> And then when the Bucks come out, Tony Schiavone is just like, look at all the motherfuckers they came out here with. And it's like they came out with the whole NWO, uh, uh, NWO 2000, black and white, all of them just all coming out uh, to the ring at once. And you're just like, yeah, the odds are more or less stacked against them. Um, they do a whole bunch of cheating and stuff. And then uh, after the end of the match, Christian Cage tries to like, oh, well, uh, Marco Stunt, uh, elite check stealer tries to uh, come out and help instantly gets neutralized uh, by Kenny You're Omega right. and then Christian comes out at the end of the match trying to help as well and he also uh, gets uh, neutralized as well to build up towards their match it's the same old shit we've been seeing on Dynamite for uh, amongst the elite for a really long time just like on all fronts so I was just kind of like whatever but um, that leads to later on in the night. Yes. Shivani interviews the the Young Bucks, and they're told they're going to have a a four team eliminator tournament, and the winner faces the Young Bucks at All Out inside of a steel cage because that'll stop people from interfering. Yes, that will clear. Let's, that will clearly stop people from cheating. And if you if you listen to Spot Callers last week uh, <laughs> on uh, NWA or uh, NWA's Capital uh, Capital Combat, the return to RoboCop. You would know that a steel cage ain't stopping shit. <laughs> they stopped a RoboCop. He pulled them bars back. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it, it didn't yeah, stop a regular. It didn't, it didn't stop regular ass Arn Anderson from getting in. So uh, a steel cage doesn't mean shit. Um, and also. I like that Tony Khan was like, oh, I had enough of the cheating after goddamn a year? I'm about to say, maybe cheat for a minute. Are you fucking nuts? <laughs> stupid shit. Uh, and then to the main event, we have MJF versus Chris Jericho in the final labor of Jericho. When they say it's the labor of Jericho, they make it seem like Jericho set up the challenge for MJF to go through, or like uh, he put himself through this gauntlet for no reason. But uh, I know. this match is a match. I don't know why Chris Jericho kicked out of his finisher goddamn three minutes into the match, but I was just like, okay, that's weird. Um, no Judas effect. Jericho comes out to no music no and the crowd music. the crowd is trying no to music. sing this theme but in in true karaoke fashion the lyrics sound like bullshit and they only turn up for the chorus um me and my friends were literally talking about this uh for outcast how aya is like it's a white people anthem but they don't know any guy. They don't know none of the fucking lyrics. All they know is "Hey ya!" and "All right, all right, all right, all right, all right." Uh, oh, Miss Jack, Miss Jackson, 
they don't know a goddamn bar in Miss Jackson, but they know the chord. <laughs> to be to be fair, in Miss Jackson, they rapping kind of fast on that song. <laughs> it, 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 I know the I know the song. I know the song twenty years old. And people should know it by now. Yeah. But they rapping kind of fast on there. The only song, it. the only song that white folks be knowing by uh, that involves Outkast is the International Players Anthem. But they're not rapping big boys part. <laughs> they only rapping Andre's part. That's only part the internet knows. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the whole internet only knows that part. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, the match is fine. Um, I just thought I, I I always thought this whole feud was like weird, and it was kind of always gonna end like this. So, can I be honest with you? What's up? Can I be vulnerable with you for a second? No. I think MJF starting to grow on me, man. Whoa! <laughs> I, I didn't think right. we get here, but let's boot you from the call. Hold on, no, relax, 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 relax. Hold on. Let, me, let me let me talk about it. Right, I'm still not big on his promo style. I don't like the edgy promos he does. But in ring, from what I've seen, I like him. I do. I can't even front. I've enjoyed. Like I've been like you know I rank and record matches. Every match I've had, I've seen him in so far. He kind of delivered, even even with the you know. A Jericho who's, who's missed a step, it was still a pretty fairly decent match. You know? Sure. Uh match was I. <laughs> um, I'm I'm sorry. I'm not uh I'm not gonna try to meet you halfway on that one. I, I, I thought this match was just like a means to an end, and it's fine. Uh like I said. Uh, Jericho kicking out out of the heat seeker or whatever that ended that has ended matches before or in a brawl, you know, it's been the oh shit, like you know, the, the move that kind of ends it because you know he just did so much damage. Um, for that to be kicked out of three minutes, like more or less three minutes into the match, I was just like, all right, bro, what are we doing here? Um, Jericho, I would say kind of gave it his all so i'll give you that he hit the line saw like he hit all his finishes and all that stuff and it was like uh cool and whatnot them trying to do the oh my god is mjf gonna tap him out with his own move come on bro i'm not buying that uh but you know they just have to do that it's fine uh i thought him doing the judas effect was cool that was uh that was very uh, it made me laugh I, i thought that was very funny but yeah, this match is like all right with me, man. My thing is, is that MJF doesn't really wrestle enough for me to form an opinion. So this match is going to happen, and he's not going to wrestle again for like another like three months. Yeah. And then he's going to have to like kind of try to impress me again, and then, you know, possibly just fall short. So that's why, you know, I'm, it's kind of just like whatever for uh, MJF for me. But the finish. I w- I would oh, like MJF ahead. to work more. I would like MJF to work more. Yeah, I, I agree. A, that's kind of all I asked for. Like less promos, more work. Uh, for the finish, Chris Jericho makes it through. Sean Spears, Wardlow, Hoovy Two Guerrera, Nick freaking Gage, but comes up short at the finish line. MJF beats him. With the Fujiwara armbar, the salt of the earth. Um, and Jericho just, uh, Jericho can't get it done with the Judas effect. And I think that is, uh, 
That says a lot about your wrestling ability. <laughs> mm. Mm. Uh, a veteran. Come on, man. <laughs> you can only end it with an elbow. But how do you feel about the decision? I think the uh, I think the right man won. I think the way that you just well, it didn't start with the uh, stadium stampede, but since Team Jericho won the stadium stampede, I felt it's only right that you know uh, MGF gets to come up as at the end. Um, also, you know, it's uh, like we kind of predicted. It seems like Jericho is going to be on his way out. Uh, probably not permanently, but for some time. Mm-hmm. And come to find out, he is Fozzie's back on tour September 2nd. So, oh my God, <laughs> I'm going to assume this is the last match for a while. I don't know how long the tour is, but I what? did see it start September 2nd. So, let's keep it up. Uh, stay, hey man, Jericho, rock your little heart out, man. I ain't trying to, I ain't trying to see uh, he's on no tour more. with Buck Cherry. If anybody you know, listen to Buck Cherry. I hope none of our listeners listen to Buck Cherry. Um, you name a Buck? Can you name a Buck Cherry song? No. Um, <laughs> so we won't be seeing Chris Jericho in a minute. Uh, where do you think MJF goes from here? You see, one, 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 oh, once again, oh, Brian or Punk probably. I would see Brian. I can see him versus Brian. I can see him and Brian, but when the fuck is Brian coming? When is the uh, the New York show? Look it up. Where is hey, Brian hey, from? Uh, New York. He's from Aberdeen, Washington. Ah. Uh, they be treating oh, like Nirvana. New York is home. <laughs> okay, so that's. Right, I guess we he, he be September twenty second out there. Yeah, September twenty second. So how many weeks is that? That is one, two, three. Four, about five five weeks from now. So what is what does MJF do from then? So he's not going to wrestle. So next week he just goes, I beat Jericho, and then you know we keep it pushing. But um, yeah, pretty much it. You know why? Maybe, um, maybe I, I just remember now he calls uh, out. What's up? You know why I thought Eddie Kingston was going to have the match because Miro calls him out, and he wants to wrestle Eddie Kingston. When did he do that? Did he do that in the promo? Yeah, he did that in the promo. Sorry. Just, mm. uh, just a loose train of thought that made me remember. Uh, okay. Just mentioning New York just uh, jogged my memory. Uh, gotcha. But yeah, so MJ, the MJF roadmap is next week. He just brags about beating uh, Jericho. And then the next week, he has like a squash match. And then uh, I guess they try to cook up a little feud with uh, Sammy Guevara. Uh, all right, three weeks. We got to do two more. <laughs> That's uh, what I'm saying. So that week before that, he starts calling niggas out. You know what I mean? And then he has like he probably have like two matches before possibly uh, that week, and before he probably like even looks at Daniel. Uh, we'll see. But yeah, That's my guess though. Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. Hey man, if we're right, you get to take your victory lap. So <laughs> let us pray. All right. That was a lot of AEW. Sorry, fellas. A lot of AEW. There's going to be a lot we, of AEW uh, uh, for the upcoming Are we reviewing Red Page every, every week? I'll be reviewing... Uh, I'm fine with that. I'm going to watch it, so, you know. Yeah, I'll see how much uh, I can stand before I'm just like, all right, I, I've had enough. Um, yeah, wait, 
how important the show Ram- is going to be. After, yeah, like, Rampage is after this. very, very story important right now. Yeah, so we kind of have to. Yeah. Um, I'll be looking forward to what, what matches are going to be on Rampage this week. Uh, oh, I just had the damn thing up. Garcia versus uh, Moxley. That's going to be cool. Moxley. Jade Cargill versus Kiera Hogan. That's interesting. You see, soon as Kenny Omega loses the belt, the uh, the partnership actually starts getting women. Are you? I still I'm not 100 percent sure Kira Hogan's still an impact. You sure? I don't think she is anymore. She worked. She worked. Uh, raw. Not, not raw. What the hell am I talking? About? She worked. Uh, dark. <laughs> it's um, crazy. Oh yeah, no, she left the company July 18th. July 18th. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, she left so I will take that comment so, no, back. That the means door still different... closed for the women. Yes. So <laughs> I, <laughs> you made it out slander free, Omega. You win this she, one. She, she dating Diamante. Did you know that? Hmm. Oh yeah. She, she, uh, I saw her beat Diamante. her up. I mean, what? Yeah, she beat her up. <laughs> Who? Oh, she beat up Diamante. I saw. I, I saw that clip on uh, Dark. Was it not her? Oh, wait, no. Did you know they were dating, though? Oh, no. Oh, I didn't know they were dating. I thought you meant they just uh, beat him up. Oh, no, I didn't know. Yeah, I, didn't. I, th- I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Sorry, I thought uh, when you oh, said... domestic situation. I thought you were talking about... about I, thought, I thought you were talking about Dark, and I briefly looked at Dark. Uh, shit, that was cool. Um, yeah, so I did one more match, but I don't remember what it is. Did you see Jay Cargill's uh, uh, Dark match? Against uh, that young lady, yeah. Oh, actually, David Arquette's niece. Actually, I, I forgot her name, Rachel Arquette, or something like that. Oh, that's cool. She was beating yeah. the shit out of her, bro. <laughs> uh, she was beating the shit out of her. She was fucking up some moves, but still beating the shit out of her. Uh, that's cool. Her comments earlier this week kind of made me like down on her because I'm just like, all right. <laughs> She's saying, I'm that bitch. And then on Twitter, she's just like, just give me time to flourish. Like, come on, dog. What? Mm-hmm. And then she was then, you know, taking snubs at uh, 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 Bianca Belair. I thought that was really weird. And then you remember when we talked about Tony Khan saying, oh, we don't need a performance center. Oh, what? That's stupid. And then Jay Cargill's talking about, give me time so I can practice and train. Shit, a parent Tony called told me y'all niggas don't need that. I don't think he said we don't need one. I think he said we don't have one. Mm, that's kind of the... You saying. say that you don't have one, and then you'd be like, yeah, fuck it, we don't have one. I think that says enough. <laughs> um, I guess that's already quick hits, but let, let, let's get into the uh, the dynamite quick hits here. Uh, the Dan Lambert... Promo. I thought at the start of it when he was calling niggas snowflakes and really in his uh his Rush Limbaugh bag, I thought it was really weird. <laughs> but when he got when he started bodying, when he started mentioning like, oh, you niggas think you're hardcore, y'all niggas just ain't got nowhere else to go. And I was just like, okay, this nigga spit. <laughs> I got no hose, no yeah. friends. Nothing. This is where all you lame ass motherfuckers can link up. Unjudged, <laughs> barring them up. Um, he came out there with two dudes, 
just undescript white guys. Surely they are UFC guys. I hate that Excalibur had to like shoe in who they were in the middle of his promo. Like, and he was about to introduce them literally seconds. Excalibur, just shut yeah. the fuck up, bro. <laughs> just let him cook, bro. Just let him cook. I forgot uh, about Junior Dos Santos. Didn't he beat Brock Lesnar ass? I don't, I don't, don't ask me about UFC, bro. I don't know shit. I don't know jack shit about nothing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he fucked the fucked the Brock Lesnar up. Go ahead. Um, cuts his little promo, and then he kind of just opens the door. Like anybody in the AEW locker room want to come out, R- run that shit down. And then Lance Archer comes out. No Jake the Snake. Uh, and then. What the fuck is their name? What is their team? Oh, name? Uh, minute of the year. You sure it's not minute of the hour? Whatever. No, minute of the year. Minute of the year. Man, man of men of the year. Yeah, those two goose show up and beat up Lance Archer, and then the segment kind of just ends. Like it, it was like a wet fart of the ending because I was expecting like you know Lance Archer to get physical with the MMA dudes, uh, because they look way more interesting than. Uh, Ethan Page and um, Scorpio Sky, but uh, yeah, and also no mention of him losing the IWGP uh, uh, US heavyweight title. I thought that was very funny. Um, and then the segment just kind of ends. I don't know who the fuck asked for this segment, but Paul Wright and QT Marshall have a really long segment, and I thought this segment was really dumb because just because you are in AW backstage personnel. Does not mean you can just show medical records <laughs> on the goddamn Titan. That is a that is a HIPAA violation. I think I don't like. <laughs> I don't. I don't Twitter like I, use that. So. Well, shit. I think that's just a, like a <laughs> HR violation of some sort. That's private information right there. Surely, Big Show definitely gave him the you know the right to use it. But you know, just jokes. But this is not a joke. Why the fuck are they showing this? <laughs> Why is any of this happening? Yo, they have to like, I know they are a very aware company when it comes to like social media and like what people are talking about. They have to know that not even AEW diehards want to see QT Marshall on their TV. Why do they keep putting QT Marshall on the TV? That, and then on the other end, why is uh, Paul Wright having a match? Because I remember when when Paul Wright announced that it's going to be him and QT fucking Marshall at All In. Nigga, who's hyped about that? This the same the same big show that y'all motherfuckers was yelling, please retire. When they, they announced they, they had him, I remember, I remember I remember there was a shirt on pro wrestling tees. That said, get off my TV. And there was a silhouette of the big show, Braun Strowman, and like three other, uh, two other wrestlers. And what Braun do? Oh, Braun was ass at the time. Uh, and then they released a second shirt that just had Dana Brooke on it. I thought that was very green. It was like just her, like a Dana Brooke silhouette. Dana Brooke tries. Don't do that. Don't even be on TV like that to be even doing. <laughs> yeah, this, this was like a real, this was like a really, really long time ago. But, Trust me, I remember this T-shirt. This is not something I was. I'm making up. W- where the fuck is that energy now? I'm sure. When, uh, I, I, I probably don't follow enough. Uh, 
AEW oh, this, 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 this was this was a long time. This is when I was like still interested in going to pro wrestling tees for sure. Um, I think this is incredibly fucked up and hypocritical of everyone. This is sickening, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. for Paul Wright to be going up against literally the worst, most uninteresting wrestler in AEW right now. This nigga's ass. And then we're going to have the match between these two for fucking what? Ridiculousness. Uh, Penelope Ford and Thunder Rosa have a match. I like in this match on commentary, they say that, hey, if Penelope Ford beats Thunder Rosa here, she'll be a lot closer to a, a title shot against Britt Baker. And then if Thunder Ro- and and then there's no mention of where Thunder Rosa is possibly going to go if she bre- if she beats Penelope Ford here, and she's beaten Britt Baker before. Never happened. Uh, you know what they like to say that lights out matches don't count, but they they, they I, meant I, it. They really meant it. Uh huh. But that shit was in full consideration when pushing Britt uh, Britt Baker to the fucking moon. So uh, that's very funny. Uh, Thunder Rosa wins here and then back to whatever she was doing on Elevation or Dark, whatever. Um, Moxley has a promo talking about everybody wants to come to AEW. Everybody wants to be the man in AEW. I mm. paved the way for a lot mm-hmm. of you motherfuckers. And then uh, he mentions Heyman Page for some reason and I'm just like, Heyman Page hasn't been on the show in two weeks. So, um, y'all niggas planting seeds, or you just talking shit to talk shit? Uh, I can't see Hangman being at all out at all. I mean, I don't, I don't know when that baby's coming, but it's coming. So, and when I mean plant seeds, I mean Hangman Page needs to show up in two weeks, not show up in goddamn October talking about, Moxley, I heard you talking shit, because I'm not going to remember this promo, and neither are you. <laughs> Uh, Rip Baker and Jamie Hader have a promo. I thought that this promo was very fine. Um, I thought it was very funny that Britt Baker was just like, oh, I had to bring backup for <laughs> squint at paper for Red Velvet, bruh. <laughs> you, need, you needed to have backup for her? That's nuts, man. Um, Jamie Hader cuts a pretty mean promo. Kind of just uh, shows that she's no slouch on the mic. Uh, I thought it was uh, I thought it was really really good. She's gonna have a match against Red Velvet. She's gonna finish the job. That should be should be something. That should be cool. It's, it's looking to be Chris Statlander versus uh, Britt Baker at uh, All Out. So whatever. Um, I'm hoping uh, Jamie Hader is gonna be around for a long time because. She's good. Uh, I think she's really, really good. Hopefully, she can show showcase that against uh, Red Velvet. But that is it for our show. Is there anything you wanted to? Uh... That's kind of it. We talked about a lot of stuff here. <laughs> I have nothing. Um, I did see a tweet. I, this is completely off topic, but I saw a tweet. <laughs> like, remember when CM Punk called out Chris Brown to fight? <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> I saw I saw that tweet earlier today, and I was just like, "Damn, I forgot about that. I, I forgot so, all about that." So lame. <laughs> Who was that for? I want to see that fight. 
It's for, it's for Chris Brown. What you mean? You want you wanted to smoke? I guess, man. CM Punk, get it how you live, man. Uh, you can follow Quan at Twitter at the Comeback Spot. You can follow the A Show RNC at the A Show RNC on Twitter. You can follow. Uh, you can subscribe on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash the A Show RNC. We have amazing stuff, amazing content on there. Uh, some exclusive shows. We have a lot of stuff coming out soon. You can get this uh, episode of the War Report and the A Show early. Congratulations to the A Show 200. Uh, we are approaching our 100. That should be fun. Uh, Rewriters Room also have an episode uh, on Patreon. Please check that out. We have our Patreon exclusive shows, of course, our Spot Callers, Legendary Run. Uh, Evasion Diaries, which you can binge in full. And then you're going to hear a lot of us next week. So I hope you guys are ready for that because I'm not. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of recording to the Let's week. go. I'm ready, baby. Oh, uh, We're going to have to work this out. But thank you to all our subscribers. Thank you to everyone and everyone that retweets, listens, likes. Uh, all that sort of stuff, shares the podcast, shouts out the podcast, all that sort of stuff. Thank you so much. But sorry, if you're not a patron, you're going to miss out on this extensive talk between me and Kwan about an all-star match in all Japan. <laughs> an all-star six-man uh, uh, all-star yeah. match. It got I know, uh, I know this probably doesn't mean anything to a lot of y'all, but Meltzer gave this five stars. If this that is back means... when he wasn't giving them out like that. You know yeah, what I mean? Matt, this is back in the Matt. day when he wasn't just getting <laughs> some shits out. Yeah, when he wasn't earning You had to, earn, you had to earn that five back yeah, then. Yeah, when he wasn't uh, throwing them bitches willy-nilly. <laughs> and, Seven stars uh, and shit. We talk about some other wrestling stuff. I forgot because we already recorded it. But if you wanted to listen to that, uh, subscribe to the Patreon. And then... Uh, to the non-patrons hopefully to see you on the patreon next week but we will end the episode now all right <laughs> that was a terrible end but we're gonna end this shit right now. <laughs>